0: Hey folks, you're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We got a little bit of a late start this evening, but that's okay because I'm bringing up this mic just because it needs to be. It's Jim. I love the smell of sushi in the morning. Nelson, how are you doing today, Jim? Pasta the wasabi. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Absolutely. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, Jim, how is your day going
1: at least 15. If I was doing
0: any better, I wouldn't be able to stand it. Right, right. I always tell people if I was doing any better, I would be walking on streets of gold. That's that's what I tell them. There you go. There you go. Yep, absolutely. And, of course, you know what that means, right? Yes. Yes, Dr. Nelson. There you go. That's your new nickname, Dr. Nelson. So um, before the show, you told me you had some uh, shout-outs?
1: Well, uh, yeah. Actually, it's a father and daughter. Of course, you know that uh, this past Saturday I had my black belt test, which I passed.
0: Yeah, congratulations on that, by the way.
1: Yay! Yeah. Um, that's great. The more I look, the more I look back at my the video. Uh-huh. I'm I'm not overly thrilled with myself, but that's okay. I, I passed, Why? and I, you're always critical of yourself. Right. I, I mean, uh, one thing is I was planning on breaking five boards uh, without spacers, and it didn't quite go as planned. I've broken three boards without spacers. I've broken five boards with spacers. I didn't think it was going to be a huge jump to do five without, but yes, it was It was a jump and two, the boards were wet. Not making excuses, it's just a fact. Anybody who's tried it knows wet boards. Yeah, the bane of everybody's existence. Uh, but you, know, you always, you always pick yourself apart. And there were, there were things that I said, you know what, that could have been better. So I'm just going to take the next six months and I'm not going to move forward in the art. I'm just going to take and recover and, and do within that six months without pressure what I know I'm capable of doing and bring myself up to speed. But with regards to the shout out, there was a gentleman who was planning on coming. Um, and he practices the same art and another art, Bukti Nagara, uh, Penchak Silat. In addition to which karate uh his name is jesse litzel i hope i'm pronouncing his last name properly he was planning on coming and wasn't able to make it and when i pursued him about it come to find out his daughter went into the er and today as i as i found out his daughter is actually in surgery she's having her gallbladder removed and i guess she's not doing so great um not life-threatening as far as i know but she's not doing great so anybody and everybody that is of the praying sort, uh, please keep Liz Litzel okay, uh, in prayer as she goes through this. And I'm sure that her her father and the rest of the family are, are concerned for her well-being as well. So please keep uh, the Litzel family in general in prayer, but Liz especially.
0: Indeed, indeed. All right. Well, um, congratulations again on your black belt. Christy says, by the way, that you were spot on. On your forms, so congratulations on that, apparently. Yeah, Connie Cooper's in the room. Good evening, Connie. Hey, I want to take care of some business real quick, Jim. We'll get that out of the way and then we'll get into the fun stuff. Uh, I want to mention our websites, uh, our fantastic vintagebiscuits.com. We're on the every morning at 7 a.m. Mountain Time, that's 8 central and 9 eastern on the leading edge radio network you can find us also if you want to enter one of our contests bigbasincontest.com probably pretty soon within the next couple of weeks i'm going to be giving away some soaps from our sponsor which is SudsySoapery.com and mysudsycrate.com which by the way jim somebody i don't know who it was i don't know if it was a listener from this show or from the jason kirtman show placed a huge order a couple of weeks ago um and apparently they liked what they saw because they ordered like half the inventory uh let's see also if you're looking to do any blogging or podcasting get a hold of me i'd love to have your content on the big don't forget saturday mornings and sunday mornings uh those who show up decide with our your friend and mine chez sanchez which i gotta bring up something else uh, March 17th here in the Big Basin. This is going to be fun. I've never seen anything like this before. I've always wanted to. We have got a couple of uh, groups here in the uh, the Big Basin that will be playing donkey baseball. Now, I've heard of donkey basketball. I remember that being played a few times up in Michigan. But I've never, uh-huh. never heard of donkey baseball. And how it works, Jim, is all the players, uh, with the exception of the batter and the catcher, are on donkeys. And as soon as the batter hits the ball, <laughs> as soon as the batter hits the ball, he jumps on a donkey and starts headed for the bases.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, obvious for obvious do, reasons. Do they, you wouldn't want the donkey to get hit with a ball.
1: Do, do they do the like the run and the and the the two handed kong jump? I don't over know. The, you know, I just oh, you, you know what I'm talking about. Where they they do they do like a two handed kong jump up over the donkey's rump, so that they land like squarely into the saddle area. Yeah, like the Zorro mount. I guess. There you go. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah I know what you're there talking about. There you go. About. You got I, it. I
0: don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I wouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah, but there, we're going to have that uh, March 17th. My plan, that's a Friday night at 630. My plan is to go down there and uh, shoot some video footage and maybe get a few inter interviews down there. So, Donkey Baseball. wonder if we could do a radio version of that one night or something. <laughs> so, um Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Dawn's in the room. Hello, Dawn. Who is on? Roll call, y'all, she says. Well, we got six viewers in. Let's see, there's you, Christy, Connie, and um, uh, Jim, you're probably watching, right? Are you watching the mute, the muted version?
1: Oh, uh, no, I didn't have it up yet.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, so um, there's, somebody's on probably that's uh, not mentioning anyway, so that's okay. That's okay. So, Jim, you got your shout-outs. I'll give my shout-out to Connie Cooper, one of the best ladies I've ever met in Michigan. Um, Her and her husband, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, used to captain one of the church buses up there. Um, I know they were involved in that for a while. I I do have some quotes, Jim, but I'm going to let you go with your quotes first, because I'm parched. I'm going to get a drink of this water that's flavored like blackberry and apple. Ooh. And Sandra Skipper's in the room. Sandra Carolyn Skipper that,
1: that'll be the first one. yeah go ahead first quote by Ben Franklin God heals and the doctor takes the fees nice True, yeah too. Uh, happiness is is when what you think what you say and what you do are in harmony that was Mahatma Gandhi said that really okay I imagine if uh, if your words and your deeds follow each other, then uh, that'll, that'll keep you out of trouble, and that might make right. you happy. Um, I count him braver who overcomes his, his desire than him who overcomes his enemies, for the hardest victory is over self. Take a wild flying guess who said that. Old man Hampton? <laughs> no, his son. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> young man Hampton. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> Uh, Aristotle, it sounded curiously, curiously okay. eastern for me. Right. So the fact that it would be Aristotle, I found that pleasantly surprising. Okay. Um,
0: you know, I got, I got to go I, back to your one about happiness because I read. Uh, um, actually, I, I used this in my last week's show. I said that happiness is um, not always the outcome, but it is always the decision.
1: Gotcha. Depending on how you look at it. So anyway. Yeah. Moving right along. Um. Now, this one, you kind of got it. You kind of got to listen to it in the right light. Okay. That's light. Adjusting the I light right here. Okay. Uh, adjusting the light so you can listen in the, whatever. Um, right. I do not feel obliged to believe that the same God who has endowed us with sense, reason, and intellect has intended us to forgo their use. Yeah. Who said that? Galileo Gal-
0: Galilei. Oh, okay. And he was not the man from Galilee. No.
1: No. Okay. No, but but interestingly enough, uh, he was a Christian of some stripe, um, mm-hmm. so he it was not, uh, what he said was not intellect over God, it was intellect informed by God. Okay, all right. Was the philosophy there. Um, what else you got for me? And let's see, Abraham Lincoln said, I don't know who my grandfather was, I'm much more concerned to know who my grandson will be. Or who his grandson will be. Is that what you meant? I'm To know who his grandson right. will be, yes. I thought that's what you right. meant. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, let me say that again, because I really messed that one up. It was, uh, oh, I do not know who my grandfather was. I am much more concerned to know who his grandson will be. Right. That makes more sense.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Good stuff. All right. Was that your last one?
1: Um. Well, I could, I could go with one more. Okay. <laughs> um, Would you like another biscuit, uh, Jim? <laughs> I I, go well, for no, one more. Uh, I, did, I, I lost track of how many. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure how many I had done here. But uh, a very interesting person said this. I have no special talents. I am only passionately curious. Take a flying guess who said that.
0: I have no special talents. I am merely curious was it the guy that wrote only early... passionately curious passionately curious um was it the guy that
1: wrote uh, curious george no it was Who the man with the, was the mushroom cloud hairdo uh, oh well, i love it um <laughs> no and not <laughs> l sharpton either Okay. um, <laughs> um albert einstein said oh, that oh okay yeah i have no special talents i am only passionately curious that makes sense i i love that out of him
0: yeah, okay. All right. Is it my turn? It's your turn, All sir. All right. Our, I, ideas are like rabbits. You get a couple and learn how to handle them, and pretty soon you have a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure what to do with that. Yeah. People that are really very weird can get into sensitive positions and have a tremendous impact on history. Dan Quayle. I have no idea really what that means. I've got to study that one. But because it was Dan Quayle, (laughs) and it was a quote, I thought it might entertain somebody. Um, (laughs) Here's one from a guy named Ronnie Shakes. I've never heard of him. It says, after 12 years of therapy, my psychiatrist said something that brought tears to my eyes. He said, no hable (laughs) inglis. Oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. Here's another one by Benjamin Franklin, and I really like this. Because uh, it really does mean a lot when you think about it. The handshake of the host affects the taste of the roast. There you go. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, Sandra Skipper, um, they're getting some bad weather down south. She said it's interfering with the reception of the show. Um, hope things work out and hope you stay safe, uh, Miss Skipper. Um I will say this, that it's it's true. How many how, Have you ever been to dinners where you just didn't... The food was excellent, but you didn't enjoy it because you just felt like you were out of place with the crowd, with the company?
1: Do you know what um, I'm talking about? you probably never I been know, there, Jim. I, 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 <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Should I be yeah. offended or not? No, no, um, no not at all. <laughs> I hope not. You can be offended. I'll be offended if I want to. How dare you? Um, Well, (laughs) um, I'll I'll give you a little story about that if I I imagine I have been. But, yeah, go ahead. Well, the handshake of the host
0: affects the taste of the roast. Years ago, I went over to a family – I was with some family members, and it was, I think, Thanksgiving or Christmas anyway. We were going over to one of their family members, uh, like an in-law, a set of in-laws, and – one of my relatives said, now, Jason, when we get there, this individual is going to greet us at the door, and they have this thing where they just say whatever's on their mind, and most of the time it's offensive, but that's just the way they are. They don't mean anything by it. I was about 15 at the time. So we go in the house. Sure enough, this woman's standing there at the door. She shakes my hand, interestingly enough, uh, in relevance to this quote. She looks at me, and she says... You know they make cream that'll clear that acne right up. <laughs> I was floored. Wow. Yeah, I, I, and that's all I could get. But if you know what, I didn't take offense to it because I was set up for that first. You know, you were at least you were warned. at least warned, right? But it did make the evening very awkward <laughs> for me as a fifteen-year-old.
1: I'll tell you a quick a quick story, uh, that that was kind of kind of awkward, but I was the one that was at fault. Uh uh-huh. um, w- Went to a company dinner, and of course they seat you with people you have no control over. You don't know who you're seated with, and and I would have had no problem with it, but I didn't. I in an in te- bleh, intending to be good and gracious and polite. I really severely messed up. Um, we were having uh, beef, some sort of beef dish, and I, I we had people from east india at the table right now i knew that in east india there were people of both muslim faith and people of hindu faith people of no faith and what so i i didn't know who i was dealing with and so when the beef dish passed around i politely offered to pass it on And I said, you know, would you like some, and this lady with this whore, oh no, I would never. And I was like, oh, I could have guessed because she had the dot in her forehead, typical of people of the Hindu faith. So yeah, I just offered her God to her on a plate with, well, gravy. Mm. And I'm sorry, No, but I did.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So here's another quote for you. All right. By C.C. Chapman, handshakes and hugs will always trump likes and shares. There you go. I like that one. Absolutely. Okay. One. Actually, I got two more. Uh, I went the extra mile this week, Jim. So um, here's my next one. This is interesting. The hands of those I meet are dumbly eloquent to me. The touch of some hands is is an impertinence. I have met people so empty of joy that when I clasp their frosty fingertips... It seemed as if I were shaking hands with a northeast storm. Helen Keller. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and I get where she's coming from. I, I once picked up a young man who was uh, 16 or 17, being tried as an adult, and I had to. we were extraditing him to Indianapolis. I'll never forget it. And he had this blank stare in his eyes. He just looked ahead all the time. You couldn't talk to him. He wouldn't respond. When I reached down to pick up his hand to put the handcuffs on him, Jim, it was like pulling a, a fish out of the freezer. Um, so I kind of get what Helen Keller was saying there. It's kind of almost yeah. scary with some people. Right. But, okay, uh, last quote. Uh, this is actually requested by uh, Joe, that guy, Martin. I had a telephone conversation with him this week, and this was mentioned, and he he requested that I put this in. It's a quote from... Yours truly. Um, a man who puts too many irons in the fire will eventually smother the fire. There you have it.
1: No, that's good. Yep.
0: So, um, all right, time to do a little trivia, Jim. May I go first this week? I would Ye- love to. Yes,
1: feel free. Okay, Actually, I need free. to find well, the stuff I got for you anyway. So. Okay.
0: So, here's the, what is a quoon? K-W-O-O-N.
1: A quon. is... You know this one, a, right? I know this one. A quon is the Chinese, I'm not sure whether it's Mandarin or Cantonese, um, but one of those two, word for a martial arts school. Okay, close enough to what I have, but you would know more
0: about this. Little Literal translation would be the word hall. Refers to the place or school where one is instructed in the Chinese martial arts. You got it. All right, one for one Jim. Yay! Good eye good one for one. yeah, one for one. What is the name of the temple in China that is considered to be the birthplace of most kung Fu styles?
1: Oh, you are floating me an easy one here um, that would be Shaolin. You got it. All Yay!
0: right. okay, gonna get a Although little
1: martial arts were practiced at Erme as well.
0: Arme or er, Ame. Amen. Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: what, oh me. <laughs> here we go.
0: These are going to get a little difficult now for you. Uh,
1: okay, okay. What
0: was King Arthur's childhood nickname? What was King? Fifteen seconds on the clock, Jim. What was King didn't Arthur's they, childhood nickname?
1: His childhood nickname. Didn't they call him? It, it, didn't it reference a a bear? Nope.
0: It's five seconds left. If you want to venture.
1: Oh, Sir Joe is going to kill me for this.
0: Okay, got it wrong. Sorry. I'm at a loss. The word is, let's see if anybody else is, no, uh, nobody's guessing. The word is Wart. The nickname is Wart.
1: Oh, no okay. kidding.
0: Yeah. No, no kidding. Okay, next question. 15 seconds on the clock after I finish it. What is the name of the, no, uh what was the name of King Arthur's wife? 15 seconds on the clock. Oh,
1: that's easy. That was Guinevere.
0: Oh, you got it. Good job. Hot dog. All right. Okay, let's see. Last one. This one's going to be a little bit more difficult, but I've got confidence in you. Who was Charlotte Sophia? Charlotte Sophia.
1: Charlotte Sophia. Yes. Oh, goodness. I... I don't know. Five, five seconds,
0: Charlotte Sophia. Okay,
1: I am close. Time, time's
0: up. King George the Third's wife. Oh. See now, I know you know a lot about King George, but apparently yes. not enough. <laughs> King George the Third. Well,
1: well, yeah.
0: You have a little bit of history with King George, am I correct?
1: Just a bit. Care to expand? Um perhaps another day.
0: Okay. I you know, because I know that history, I completely understand. <laughs> you both have something in common. Mental illness. No, I'm just kidding. Um I'm just kidding. <laughs> twitch, twitch, twitch. Right, right. Doesn't affect me, affect me, affect me. Okay, so alright, Jim, it's uh sweet chops. Those are those are actually not uh chops uh there, Michael. That is what I call a Pat Garrett beard. But thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. Um I don't know how long that'll stay. I have this thing. The thing is, Jim, I could never, ever go on the run, be on the lam, because every disguise I could possibly wear concerning facial hair, I've done it one time or another. People would look at a drawing and go, yep, that's him. He went that away. So, all right, Jim, lay it on Sir. me. Yes, you have trivia for me.
1: I do. Um Hmm. Let's see. Where do I want to start here? Um. Start at the beginning. Oh my well, what I've got is facts, and I'm trying to figure out how to form them into questions. That's the problem here. Um, okay. All right. What? What fortuitous mistake made Elvis Presley the man that we know and love? At that, I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. Okay. Fortuitous mistake a fortuitous mistake um that happened when he was 11 years old
0: 11 years old okay uh oh i think i i know uh yeah i think i know this but i'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock his mother okay. went into a hardware store and he was wanting to purchase a pellet gun or a bb <laughs> gun and his mother said absolutely not you're getting this guitar
1: you're right. It, you're, you're you're wrong about what he was in there for, but you're right. It was about his birthday present, what he, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, he wanted a bicycle from the hardware store at Topelo. It was Topelo Hardware Store in Topelo, Mississippi. But instead of the bicycle, he went out with
0: You know, I, Jim, I hate to tell you this, guitar. but I'm going to take issue with that. Um, okay. And I'll do the research and send you some, but I really do believe it was a BB gun. If I, if I, we we will settle this next week. (laughs) Yes.
1: I was fighting. (laughs)
0: I'm I'm sorry. I've read too many sources on this. Uh, Okay. But uh, (laughs) my memory, my memory could fail me. You can't, I got a, I thought I had a hand on the wall. I've actually got uh, an original 45 of Elvis Presley's blue suede shoes. Um, But it's down. I thought it. uh, So anyway, okay. Give me another one, Jim. Good one. I'll say I'm, one point, no, I'll point 75 on that one, but go ahead,
1: give me another one. Okay, this one is, this one's a little bit punny. What, what colorful crime, uh, was Elvis Presley's manager involved in before managing the king?
0: Well, um, they, they, there's two lines of thought on that. The first line of thought is that he was a, an illegal immigrant. Now, how that word colorful comes in, um, it's, it's disputed whether he was... Oh, um, Rich Merrick has a good guess. I will say counterfeiting, and I think that was correct.
1: Hmm. Nope. Of, after a manner, but not exactly. At least it's not the one that I'm looking for. Oop. Okay, um, there we go. I'll, I'll give you another hint. Okay, a one more A person would have to be a a bird brain to try something like this.
0: A bird brain? What does that tell
1: me? Um, Poaching pigeons. I don't know. <laughs> His manager used to be a small-time crook who used to paint sparrows yellow. Why? And For what sell purpose? them as canaries before... before he, he, He'd, oh. he sold them i this story, people wanted to buy canaries i have people wanted to buy this. canaries and they painted sparrows he'd catch sparrows and paint them yellow and counterfeit gotcha. <laughs> i don't think that's what you, i don't think that's what what he's going for but he'd, he'd paint sparrows yellow did, and sell them as canaries
0: did you know that colonel tom parker was uh, thought to be an illegal immigrant I did not. This is why Elvis never toured Europe, because he'd have to go
1: through the passport process.
0: Uh All right. Third question, Jim.
1: Oh, goodness. I'm going to have to take issue with the answer I have on this one. Yeah, you're going to take issue with your own question? I am. I don't think that's permissible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're harassing the witness. I am the witness. Right.
1: Um, Right.
0: (laughs) Um. Oh, my goodness. You just reminded me of something. While you're taking issue, I got to tell you the story. There's an old movie okay. with Abraham Lincoln, and it. it was made in 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 the early mid-20s, I think, maybe the 30s, where Abraham Lincoln was a lawyer in Illinois. And he was interviewing a very hostile witness. And he asked the gentleman what his name was. He said, my, my name is uh, John Cass. He said, uh, do any of your friends call you Jack? He says, uh, some do, some that prefer to. He says, well, I think I'll prefer to call you Jack Cass, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway. All right. I I secede. Okay. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Okay. Um, have you got your issues resolved? I, 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 I'm going to ignore this, and I'm going to say uh, Elvis Presley. Now, now, this is a crossover point between us. Okay. Because either one of us could have answered this question. I know um, where you're going, then. Oh, don't you just. now? Yeah. He, you mentioned, you mentioned a fellow by the last name of Parker a moment ago. You're going to
0: refer to Ed Parker, his karate
1: instructor. Ding, 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 without the question. Slam dunk, swish, nothing but net. What was the question, Jim? Um, who was Elvis Presley's martial arts instructor? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you a follow-up question, since I, I really kind of floated that one easy to you. Right,
0: can I answer it? I already know the question. Go ahead. Eighth degree black belt.
1: Okay. Um was that a question? Ask, okay. Not exactly. In what art? Uh Kim, Kim, I can't pronounce it. Kenpo? Kim That's right. Yeah. Chinese Kenpo. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Okay. How many How many questions I, is that so I think far? That's
0: three or four. What do you got? Wait another one uh, on okay, me. Okay. I think I was, that's three.
1: Okay. Where was Elvis Presley's final resting place? Um, he's not there yet no
0: I'm just kidding um
1: okay okay his final uh, resting place I'll give I'll, I'll give you a little hint his the, final final resting
0: place well supposedly the meditation gardens at Graceland
1: that's that's what they're saying here now now go ahead and explain why I said final final
0: um because originally he was in a cemetery there in Memphis uh there was an attempt to steal his body uh, because of that Vernon had um Requisitioned for his body to be moved to the medica- meditation gardens in uh, in Graceland
1: in the backyard. And when I was there, what was I say? eight, ten years old? Okay. I visited Graceland, and at the time, at least, they were saying that that was in fact where he was buried. Um, that may that may not be true, but hey.
0: Yeah. We could do a whole other show on that, <laughs> right? Boy, do I have some information, <laughs> some stuff that I've uh, read and studied, and um, not only that, but uh, government documents and stuff. But anyway, that, that could be a whole last other... Last question. Anyway. Oh, good. 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 Last question. Well, no, not good that it's the last question. I like these. <laughs> I just go ahead. What?
1: What two presidents is Elvis Presley supposed to be related to?
0: Um, well, if you want to look at the broad spectrum of things, it's, should be what two presidents was he not related to? Because apparently all the presidents except two are related. But, Uh. that being said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give myself the buzzer. I don't know.
1: Um, another interesting fact about Elvis Presley is that he was part of a great and very distinct family tree. He was the direct descendant of the great-great-grandfather of Abraham Lincoln oh, and was a distant cousin of Jimmy Carter.
0: Okay, well, that's interesting. Very interesting. Do you know what famous actor today is um, related to Abraham Lincoln's family?
1: Oh, I stumbled across this, but I am not going to be able to come up with it.
0: Uh, I believe Abraham Lincoln's wife's maiden name was Hanks.
1: Ah, <gasps> yes. Yeah. So Tom Hanks.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Tom I think Hanks. I did hear that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good stuff,
0: Jim. All right. Was that your that you said that was your last one?
1: Okay. I mean, I could I could come up with more, but I, that's five for five. Okay.
0: Well, I'm going to give you one more just for fun, uh, because okay. I stumbled across this. Uh, and I thought it was interesting. I'm, I'm going over to another page to read this. He was a uh, member of the International Swimming Hall of Fame. He had a lifelong love of swimming that began during his childhood in Boston. One of his uh, he invented a pair of wooden hand paddles that he used to propel himself through the Charles River. And he wrote of once even using a kite-like device uh, to skim across a pond when. While living in England in the 1720s, he displayed such an impressively array of swimming strokes that a friend offered to help him start his own swimming school. He is in the International Swimming Hall of Fame. Who is
1: he? In, in the 1720s? Yeah.
0: In, and he's from Europe? Well, he was originally or, or, from England, yeah. Great Britain.
1: Great Britain. Yeah. Um Goodness gracious! Um, I'll give you a
0: hint: a kite-like okay. device. It wasn't the f- it wasn't the only time in his life he was famous for using a kite. Really?
1: Yeah. Ben Franklin.
0: Ben Franklin is in the International Swimming Hall of Fame. And here's another one for you: guess what famous person, uh, government-related, is in the National Boxing Hall of Fame? I'm Boxing. Gonna, yeah, I'll give you a 15-second timer on this one. Rich Merritt um, got the first one. It was Ben Franklin. Good job, Rich.
1: I'm going to guess ch- 7 seconds. Uh, I like want to say George Washington, but I know it's probably someone more recent than that. Oh, a little bit more.
0: It was it was Abraham Lincoln.
1: Oh. Yeah, he was
0: quite a sparer back in his day. Sparrer? Is that a word? A sp- a spar uh, person? Something like know, that. A pugilist? F- a what? A pugilist? A pugilist. Isn't that one of those big pugil- sticks with the cotton swab thing looking on the end,
1: or is that? Well, a, is they call that a punch stick or something. More, more recently, yes. Okay. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, what you gonna do that to me? Um, oh, you got another one for me? Well, I mean, as long as we're going martial arts. Okay. What president studied jujitsu?
0: What president studied jujitsu? Um, I'm gonna say either Jimmy Carter or Barack Obama. Further back. Further back. Um, then I'll go with John F. Kennedy. Like, like turn of the last century. Oh, uh, Roosevelt.
1: Yes. Okay. And in fact, it was his interest in, uh, martial arts that put him in in contact with some eastern philosophy that most people don't even know was eastern philosophy that when he said we have nothing to fear but fear itself yeah he got that from his martial arts instructor interesting okay yeah all right
0: okay let's uh let's go have you got your tracker up jim i do sir oh wow okay give the man a cookie all right hey did you hear about this you remember how during Barack Obama's presidency he never referred to ISIS as ISIS? You remember what he referred to him as? Uh yeah, ISIL. ISIL. Yeah, which stands for the Islamic State in Iraq and the Levant, L E V A N T. And uh, but Trump has every uh thing that he's done, executive orders and everything, and anything that he had to do with ISIL has been changed to ISIS. That used to bug me to no end. I don't know why he well, did.
1: Well, he's not dealing. He's not dealing with the. F- he's not dealing with the facts of the matter, because well, he are one. He are one. He are one. Okay. He's. Uh, well, you, you've you've seen the video of Barack Obama talking about his Muslim faith. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The same guy who, when he got into uh, to get into office, was telling us that he was a Christian. Yep. But then, but then all of a sudden he's a Muslim? Well, come on. Which was it? Yeah. Ah, it doesn't matter. We got someone else in office now.
0: This is true. Speaking of which, um, did you watch or, or watch or listen to Trump's uh, address to Congress?
1: Uh, the, the one? My, uh, no, the, I did The other
0: night. I contacted my dad. I, I didn't even know he had given a speech to Congress because this is what happens when you don't have cable TV. You get everything second and third hand. Um, or second day and third day but uh, I asked my dad I called my dad and I said hey did you happen to watch the speech he said I absolutely did my dad's comment on it was it was probably the best presidential speech he'd ever heard
1: that takes a fair bit of doing coming from your dad I, I kind of thought so but I'm and a little biased it, and it's not a commentary on his age but rather his experience right <laughs> right right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I need to clear that up <laughs> so
0: um, one day uh, I went Back and uh, I found a video on one of the news websites of it unedited, and I listened to the speech. Highly, highly impressed. Um, Connie says, "Yes, absolutely." I, I was very, very impressed. It was, um, it was not like we've heard Trump in the past saying, um, "You know, we're we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this." He prefaced a lot of his statements with. I'm calling on both Republicans and Democrats to help us come together and do this. Um, you know, the the call for unity from the presidential administration, I'm afraid, is falling on deaf ears. Or should I say dumb ears in this case. Um, don't get me started on that. I, I It's just... I'm sickened um, by the the demonstration that was done while he was giving these speeches, um, when he gave Mrs. Owen, uh, her husband, the tribute that he did for the, um, sacrificing his life. Um, people come out the next day and said that she was stupid. A matter of fact, one of the, uh, former Clinton advisors or Clinton staff members came out and said that uh, she was stupid for standing up there clapping like an idiot. And all that Trump did was use her. Um, which, by the way, he was fired from his job for doing that, just made me mad. All these women uh, that wore white dresses in protest, not sure exactly what issue they were protesting, but they, you know, when Trump said things that every American should have agreed with, they should have stood and applauded, and they didn't. They just sat there with a blank look on their face, even when this mrs owens uh when she was recognized for her husband's sacrifice these people just it it didn't matter how american it was it didn't matter how bipartisan it was because it was coming from trump's mouth they weren't going to have any anything positive um to indicate that they were for what he was saying and it just well oh i could go on
1: and this is this is where the disingenuousness of the Democrats is showcased because they would have, you know, when, when Obama came into office, they were all about, hey, you know, we need to come together. We need to there needs to be unity, um, you know, get over it. He won the election. You know, they fed fed us all that kind of stuff. And OK. OK. Uh, now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. Now that the shoe's on the other foot, why aren't you abiding by your own ethic? Right. Well, if you can't abide by your own ethic, then on what basis do you twist our arm? Oh, I get it. Because we at least make the attempt to follow our own, our own ethic. We're, we're, we feel a little pang of guilt when we're hypocrites. I, 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 I got it.
0: Yeah. Go I, right I got to tell you Connie Cooper came in. I love this statement she says, there's a big difference between Americans and Democrats.
1: Wow, that is Can we have shirts made up that yeah, say that? Th- we should. Yes, yes. That needs to be on a shirt. That's I, good. I would I would buy a shirt that that had that on it. Yeah. Biscuits and Gravy show. The big there's a big difference between Americans and Democrats. I love it. Yep. Christie says that the white clothing was about women's suffrage.
0: I'm sorry, I thought we took care of that like a hundred years ago. Don says, uh, there was a lot of pictures on Facebook, and I saw some of these comparing the Democrats' white outfits with, of course, the KKK. So, yep, I, I saw some of those. They actually showed those with the white, uh, they, they photoshopped some of those pictures with white hoods on them. And, uh, yeah, you couldn't tell a difference, you know. Christy says, hey Libs, what's good for the goose is good for the gooser. <laughs> <laughs> right okay yeah anyway uh, go ahead with your thought did you do it i hope i didn't make you
1: lose that no no that was that was pretty much it i'm just i'm absolutely disgusted with with the democrats it used to be you know when when the democratic party started to came in and started to rise to power it was serving a a worthwhile cause you're familiar with the book the jungle mm-hmm. um a, a, that Where we needed some kind of government oversight into the labor practices because people were dying and they were, they were unfair. And so there was, there were some oversights that needed to happen, particularly since at the time these big industries were basically applying Darwinism to industry saying survival of the fittest. And if I can have a monopoly, if I can pull that off, well, I deserved it. Yeah. So there were these kinds of things that were happening, but it was happening at the expense of the worker. And the book, The Jungle, uh, written uh, back then, uh, kind of highlighted that. Fine. I get it. That's great. I'm glad. But you know what? We've gotten to a point where if the Democrats aren't willing to work with us right. with regards to uh, unity and coming together, then they, they just need to drop the language and just admit that they hate america and they want to see america destroyed
0: rich merrick says democrats um i don't want to hear your opinion i want to hear my opinion out of your I, I out of my out of your mouth let me say that again um i don't want to hear your opinion i want to hear my opinion out of your mouth that's exactly Which is basically yeah. the
1: democrat philosophy yeah
0: yep. absolutely so, but anyway, I thought I thought Trump's speech was absolutely fantastic. My plan is sometime this weekend to go back and listen to it again. It was that good. So, if you haven't heard it, check it out. Really no, do. no, I, I
1: haven't heard it.
0: One, you know, I, I got to say the Trump that I saw running for president is not the same Trump that we have as president. In I, what I, way? Well, I when he was running for pres uh, running for president, and I and I kind of get why he did it. You know, he had a tendency. On occasion, to it appeared as if he was putting his foot in his mouth, um, being it. It often appeared as if he was being ins, insulted. Of course, the media spun it that way. But there were times too. Um, I remember watching an interview where he was talking about one of his Republican opponents that was eating pancakes, and he said he ate like a glutton, no manners at all, and he kind of imitated it. Not very presidential in that presentation, you know. Right. But you know, but it, but. That's one of the things that I liked about him. He was like, hey, you know, I'm going to say what I want, and I don't care who, who, if you don't like it or whatnot. But now he's in office, and he now he realizes now's the time to put his hand to the plow and get work done. It's the first president we've ever had in history that I know of that within his first 30 days of, in office has, like, started working on almost all of his campaign promises without excuse and without apology. And-
1: and the thing is, is that that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be the exception. Exactly, that should it, be it, the rule. Be, it, it shouldn't be a surprise, and yet, how how far have we fallen? And don't get me wrong, I'm 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 not I'm not trying to pretend like Trump is the second coming. Far from it. But I'll tell you what, I've been pleasantly surprised. I have th- and, we- and the fact, and. And the fact that we know what that guy was doing in the first days in office is is a tribute to at least the man's sincerity.
0: And I'll tell you something else, to my knowledge he's he's given two public speeches so far. And I'm not talking about press conference or anything, but regular speeches. One was the inauguration speech and then this one. And in both of those speeches he has referenced the Bible and scripture. What president? I I don't I don't remember Maybe Ronald Reagan did it, but I don't remember. Um, if Ronald, uh, I, I don't
1: remember what Ronald Reagan was quoting, but I, I know Ronald Reagan did.
0: Okay, and, and yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. But it, it, I don't think a president's done that since Ronald Reagan. I could be wrong, but it just it sets the tone. It really does. When somebody comes out and does that, Amen. Rich Merrick says the adults are back <laughs> in charge. Yes, you saw that? I love it. Yes, that is so true. So true. I'll tell you what, politics is a dirty game. And I once heard um, a man say, the problem with politicians is anybody that's smart enough to really do it is smart enough not to want to do it. Right. And and that's true. Um, But on the same... Well, on the other side of that, there is people who... They know what they're in for when they get into it. Take Trump, for example. Here's a guy who who didn't have to run for president. He's got all the money in the world he could ever want. A- anything in this life uh, to give him luxury and comfort, he's got. And he sacrificed uh, not not his money and, and all that, but he sacrificed his own personal feelings. Because I know I couldn't take some of the criticism that he's taken. I wear my heart on my sleeve. That's why I could never run for office. But he's he's been ridiculed and abused, and he's gone forth anyway and accomplished the task his task at hand of of getting the office, and, and he gets in there. Here's what gets me a lot about the, um, the these conservative and I use that term loosely the conservative never Trumpers. Um, everything that he said he wanted to do is something that the conservatives have been saying for years they wanted secure the border. Um, control immigration, to be pro-life, all of these things that he said is th- that's the conservative platform. And when I say the conservative platform, yep. that's it's not necessarily the platform that all conservatives quote unquote stand on. you know, when it comes down to it, they'll say one thing and do another. Trump's not that way. And I, I've often wondered, I've got a good friend in the town over, that's a never Trumper, and he says Trump's not a conservative, or at least he was. And I, I'm gonna get a hold of him because I keep wondering my to myself,
1: how do you feel now? You know, I I just I, I would I don't know. I would really like to see him, uh, and, and I don't know what he can or can't do on this. To be honest with you, but we have enough information that we could go after Planned Parenthood in some pretty serious ways. And one of the things that's upset me, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I do not believe that by and large the Republican Party wants yeah to get rid of abortion. And the reason I think they don't really want to is because if they ever got rid of abortion, they'd have to find a new way to secure their constituency. Yeah, we've they'd talked about that. They actually have to do yep. something. But and because most Christians will vote conservatively. Sure. With We've been turned effectively into one-issue voters. I'm being controlled. I'm aware I'm being controlled. I'm not happy with the fact I'm being controlled. But I can't vote for anyone that
0: would support abortion. No, I'm the same way. Period. No, I I yeah, I'm right there
1: but with you. I would really like to see um Trump be this do the right thing, let the chips fall where they may, and when I'm out of office, you guys can pick up the pieces. Quite frankly, I think America needs that. Right. I we need somebody to shake things up. And I, I don't think we're gonna get a better chance than this guy because I I, I mean this in a good way. He just doesn't care. He does the yeah, right. right thing because it's the right thing, and motors on. I, I, how about this, Jim? How's
0: this for a bumper sticker? He's too busy caring to care. Right. There you go.
1: <laughs> no, it's perfect.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's uh, move along a little bit here. Um, boy, I got so many things in the tracker, and we're coming up. On our, our time limit, but that's okay. Here's some interesting news. There are rumors that O.J. Simpson may be released from prison as early as October. He has served in prison. I didn't realize it's been this long. It'll be nine years. Hello, Jim. Are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm just that stuns me. That? Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm thinking about it because I mean, if the guy is guilty of murder, well, that's not what he's in prison for.
0: Oh, oh, oh! Help me out, then. Okay. Uh, He went into a Las Vegas hotel. It was basically like a home invasion. Him and his buddies went in with ski masks, and they robbed uh, the place of gunpoint uh, to get some of O.J. Simpson's, uh, from what I recall, sports paraphernalia back, and that's what he's in prison for, because he was acquitted on the murder charges, Ish. which to me at the time, I was like, yep, well, what goes around comes around, you know, Um, I'm not a big, uh, if the shoe fits, wear it, oops, I mean the glove. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's great, Rich. Yeah. So,
1: if if the glove don't fit, you must acquit.
0: Yeah. But anyway, there's a yeah. special
1: place in hell for those kinds of people.
0: Anyway, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna uh, supposedly rumors are that he'll be cut loose uh, by a parole board uh, on good behavior, which which I'm glad for him because that means he can go out and continue his search for the real killers. Anyway, moving right, right along. Um Found this interesting in an interview this last week, going back to Trump and Pence and that whole clan of heroes for me now. In uh, in a, in a uh, interview recently, I think it was on CNN, somebody asked Pence. They said that Mexico says that they will not pay for the wall. Now Pence is a no nonsense kind of guy. He's not going to say something and not mean it. Uh, he's got a different demeanor than Trump. And so when he says something, I think you can really take it to the bank no matter what. Pence is just totally different. Um, he's he's a Christian. He's no-nonsense. When they said that Mexico said that they would not fund the wall, Pence said, pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, oh, yeah, yeah, they will. So I think Pence has some insider knowledge. <laughs> and of course, he wouldn't in his position. I think they got I'm a plan ki- to make that happen. I'm...
1: I'm intrigued.
0: I am too. I'm waiting to see what comes of that. I, if it's ta- tariffs and taxes, I think what'll happen though in the long run is we'll still end up paying for it, uh, because the price of the imports will go up. But I, you know, other than <laughs> soft drinks, I'm not so sure what I buy on a daily basis that comes from Mexico. Maybe some of our listeners right. could enlighten us on the products that we use daily that come from Mexico. I don't know, but it'll be interesting nonetheless. This thing with, uh, sessions this week. Saying he had never met with the Russians, and then that was proven false. I'm not so sure if they didn't try to trip him up on that question. Uh, what's interesting is uh, McCaskill, the Democrat from Missouri, tweeted out this week that in her time on several boards, she never met uh, with Russian ambassadors. Well, some you know the nice thing about tweets is uh, your history is saved. And, uh, they went back and found two tweets where she said, I'm meeting with Russian ambassadors this week. And, uh, and this, Herman Kane actually, who? Uh, Senator Clara McCaskill from Missouri. And, uh, Herman Kane actually went back and f- found a photo of her sitting across the table from a Russian ambassador. I tell you what, uh, like Christie says, uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gooser. You better be careful about what you say and what you accuse people of, lest you you need the the moat pulled out of your own eye. Right. Right? So anyway, that's the biscuits. Let's get into some gravy here real quick. Jim, we'll close on some happy notes. All right. Okay. We uh oh yeah, we talked about donkeys, the strange law of the week. Uh donkeys in Oklahoma are prohibited from sleeping in a bathtub. Somewhere there's Oh, a f- well that's good to know. Yeah, right? Yep. Oh, hey! I'm so a- comforted. <laughs> we'll we'll put this on the blog. We're kind of moving through this a little fast now. Um, okay. Three. You've heard of the three ingredient chocolate uh, or three ingredient peanut butter cookies? Well, I've got a good one for you, and I'm going to try this uh, soon. Three ingredient banana cookies. Two ripe bananas, one cup of whole oats, and a quarter cup of any add-ins you want, like pecans or peanut butter or almonds or even chocolate chips. Preheat the oven to 375 degrees put them on a cookie sheet, uh, sheet, bake them for 12 minutes. That sounds pretty good. And there's there's no sugar added, just natural sugar. So I might have to try that. Here's something interesting, Jim, in case you ever get uh, in a situation with a piano where the piano could hurt you. How much tension is there in a piano? There's over 12,000 parts in a piano, 10,000 which are moving. There is approximately 18 tons of pressure being exerted by the stretched steel piano strings in a concert grand. It is close to 30 tons of pressure. The average string having about 160 pounds of tension. Here's another question for you. You know, there's different classifications of musical instruments. Under what classification does the piano fall under? String, woodwind,
1: percussion? I'm going to say percussion.
0: Very good. You're right. It does fall under a percussion instrument. It's kind of a Mixed between percussion, but it is classified under percussion from what I've read. Okay, let's see. We talked about Hitler. Boy, I still wanted to talk about Hitler's phone this week. I tell you what, I'm going to move that into the uh, the biscuit side so we hit that a little earlier for you. This really makes me mad. Mother of a kindergarten student at a Milwaukee public school said her five-year-old son is having nightmares. Five-year-old kindergarten. Gardner, after his teacher used a Ouija board in the classroom.
1: Yeah, not smart. Not smart. Even even if you, even if you want to say that there was nothing to it, the association alone. Right. It just makes that a stupid thing to do. Yep. The
0: teacher uh, did end up apologizing to the mother. Uh, it, this, to me, kind of falls under separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. If we if we're gonna oh, play by their so. rules, their own rules.
1: Well, they don't they don't play by their own rules. They pick and choose who they want in there, anyways. So, yep. That, that which goes back to the whole thing we were talking about about uh, liberal hip- hypocrisy.
0: Yep. Yep. Oh, well, here's a good story for you. John Hascu, who told investigators that he was self taught on the banking industry evidently thought he might succeed making bogus wire transfers to himself from a large national bank in the amount of $7 billion. He did plead guilty in Lakeland, Florida, but as his defense, he stated, he thought he deserved the money.
1: Well, you know, I'm, I'm reassured by that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I deserve Not it so more, much. so. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I'll tell you yeah. what. I'll I'll send it to you, and we'll split it. There you go. Hey,
0: um, we need to close out here in just a minute, but I want to do uh, tell you something. We'll put a uh, try to put a link up to it. I'll try to get the link from Joe. Joe, that guy Martin, has created an uh, an app for the smartphone that works on Android and iPhone. I downloaded it this week. I'm highly impressed. It is called history Points of Historical Points of Interest. You cannot get it in the App Store. You have to get it through a private link. This thing is fantastic. I'm going to be using it. Uh, it's it's user-supported. So if you have it, you pass like a, a road sign that says, um, you know, George Washington slept here or whatever. You can take a picture of it. It puts the GPS coordinates in. You can put a little story in, link to a website about it. And it's there for other users to review. Really, really cool. On that note, using the same platform, uh, Joe, that guy Martin, is helping us put together a Biscuits and Gravy app. That is really, really cool. I, I downloaded awesome. what we have so far, and it will let you listen to every um, podcast that we have right there in the app um, once we get all the podcasts loaded into it. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. And we might even link it to some videos later, too, uh, that you can access.
1: Now, what so. was. What was the name of his um, historical points of hi- interest? Okay. Okay. Well,
0: Jim, it is time to close out the show, and I will M I C K E Y biscuits and gravy. Uh, anyway, um, biscuits and gravy. Sorry. Right. Okay. So, anyway, folks, <laughs> I will uh, say that I hope you all have a great week. I, if you live here in Otero County, maybe I'll see you at the gun show Saturday because I'm in the market. I'll just leave it at that and see what happens. Uh, hope you have a great week. God bless. Jim, you get the
1: last word. Please turn on your Amber Alerts on your phones. The life you save maybe someone you know and care about. Adios, you chicken-plucking little stinker!